Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Today, we're going to talk about forgiveness. This is a tricky one. And I was asked by a follower, a friend, would you please do a podcast on forgiveness? And there's many different kinds of forgiveness. Forgiveness for other people that we know who have hurt us, could be close family members, could be friends, people that we work with. We need to also think about forgiveness for people that we don't know, who have hurt us or maybe our faith, for example, the church. And some of the leaders, quote unquote, in the church and some of the people who have infiltrated the church. And then last, but certainly not least, is ourselves. So let's take the first one. People are, what's the word? Broken. This is where compassion comes into play. The more that we can remember that people are broken, every single person, no matter how they come across to the outside world, they are messed up just like you and me. We don't know what their childhood was like. We don't know if they were abused, ignored. Maybe they were in a foster care system from one family to another and they just never shared that. They were always seeking love and never got any true love and affection from their parents. Or maybe their parents were pressuring them to be overachievers. And you know those people who constantly strive and strive and strive to be more powerful, more prestigious, make more money. And their attitude kind of follows that whole walk, if you will. That was one of the things that helped me on my journey of forgiveness was to realize that every single person on this planet, including the evil ones, are here for a purpose and a reason. And it may not be for good. It might be, honestly, for evil. But God allows them here or he has created them and they are here on this earth for a reason and a purpose 
So let's talk about people who are what we think not evil, just maybe mean or spiteful, and we're resenting them and we're not forgiving them. Or we have held them on a pedestal. This could be priests and clergy, bishops, the Pope. It could be people that you work with and work for, your bosses and other people, coaches in your life. You've held certain people at a certain level, maybe even your parents. And yet at the end of it all, we're all broken people. And sometimes we give people with authority, priests, doctors, teachers, professors, lawyers, people with certain roles in life, we give them more credit than we should. And so when I think about compassion, I think about loving them as God's children and that they are broken too. I have no idea what their life is like now. I don't know if they have a horrible marriage, a broken family, a child that's sick. Maybe they have addiction running through their life. I mean, I think about myself. I was so broken. I was high all the time and nobody knew. That was an addiction that was in my own life. And then there are people that we don't know, that we can't forgive. People in the church, perhaps. Or people that you have come to find out that you've loved and respected. Maybe it's an actor, a politician. And then you find out that they are so evil. And all of your dreams about them and and high esteemed characteristics that you had surrounding them just come crumbling down and you realize, oh my gosh, that person is pure evil. And then lastly, but should be first, is yourself. And let's forgive ourselves for struggling to forgive others. That's the first step. Have patience. It's not always going to be, well, I forgive, and then boom, you have these loving feelings for these people, and you pray for them, and it comes from the heart. That's typically not how it happens. And going beyond forgiving yourself for not forgiving others, let's also forgive yourself for the things that you have done in the past. And let's hope to God, and if you have not taken it to confession, that you have taken it to confession over and over if you have to, if you keep committing that same sin. Because God will make us clean, white, pure, and we start over again. Now, I want to put this big umbrella over the whole forgiveness topic that we have here. And that umbrella is God. If we don't bring the almighty God into our forgiveness, it probably won't be from the heart, from the depths of the heart. 
I coach a lot of people. And what I hear often is, yeah, I've forgiven them. And then maybe we'll go through an unbound exercise or something like that. And you find out that, mm-mm, I pretty much didn't. I thought I did. Maybe I forgave in my mind, but I didn't truly forgive from my heart. And this is where Jesus comes in. He's the only one that can heal and change and purify our heart so that we forgive, truly forgive. We've got to call Jesus in. I've shared my story with my brother, my father, my mom. I mean, a lot of the time, it's people that are really close to you. Maybe I didn't share my mom one. But in the end, it takes Jesus because I tried for months. I would say very, I mean, all the time, I forgive my brother, I forgive my dad, Lord, and I still had the same feelings of disdain in my heart, of hatred, of not wishing them well. That's what love is, wishing well for the other person. So I had to take it to adoration every single time I went. And I ask all of you who are listening, whether you're Catholic or not, get in front of Jesus himself. Go to a Catholic church. If the church's doors are locked, go to the office and ask them to open them. They will gladly open them. And typically they lock from the inside and you just walk yourself out and you can always tell them, I'm leaving on your way out. Don't be discouraged if the doors are locked. And it bothers me so much when churches lock their doors. Thank God I have a lot of churches that are open all the time. And every time I walk in, there's somebody sitting in there so beautiful. But when you sit in front of Jesus in adoration in a chapel with the blessed sacrament Jesus exposed, or when he is in the tabernacle in front of the church behind the altar, there's something powerful about it. You have taken your time to go visit Jesus, number one. And number two, you are Pouring your heart out. I can't tell you how many times I have cried in adoration or in front of the tabernacle in the church. It's emotional. And that's where we can be vulnerable with Jesus, where we can say, look, God, I cannot do this. And some of us may not want to do it down deep. We feel justified because that person really, really hurt me and betrayed me. They don't deserve my love. And then think about how you don't deserve God's love, right? We think he won't forgive me. 
Why would I go to confession? I can't be loved by God with the things that I have done. And that couldn't be a bigger lie. And that is what sometimes prevents us from going to the Lord in confession. And we need to remind ourselves that we are supposed to forgive. Otherwise, God won't forgive us. It's in the Bible. That also includes forgiving ourselves. So the summary here is that it's hard to forgive. But the more that you hold on to that resentment, the devil and his minions are loving it, loving it. They want you to not be close with other people. They want division. Diablo means to divide. So keep that in mind. Do you want to give Satan any more power over you? No. And the remedy for Satan is God. And the remedy for forgiveness is Jesus. He died for our salvation. He took all of our sins and we are forgiven. So we have to start, if we're faithful, faithful Christians, faithful Catholics, let's get to confession and confess over and over and over again until your heart changes. And you will know when that happens. Because when you think of that person, you'll think differently. You won't feel feelings of anger and disdain in your heart. You will start to feel compassion. You'll start to say, you know what? They're broken too. But we need God to change our hearts. We cannot do it ourselves. So visit him, talk to him as much as you can in person, as well as throughout your day, every day, make that person a part of your prayer and do your best to try and put your heart behind, Lord, I forgive this person. I know that they are broken and they may not know you. So help me forgive them. You could even say, Lord Jesus, I allow you to forgive for me. Please purify my heart. Second, start praying for these people. Even though you may not really feel it, pray anyway and do your best to remember that they are broken and you don't know what's going on in their lives and God forgave you for all of the things that you did. So we owe 
the people around us our forgiveness. Maybe they had a bad day. Maybe they're just that way. But they're that way because something wasn't right in their life. And they've never dealt with it. Or they haven't let it go. Or they're harboring a lot of anger and pain. And then three, go to confession over and over and over again until the Lord pours out his grace. And that forgiveness is now true. And you know it, you feel it. It's such freedom, but don't give up. Don't stop praying for that person. Don't stop running to Jesus in person in front of him in the tabernacle or the blessed sacrament and every day praying for that grace. It takes persistence, (laughs) consistency, and humility. Honestly, it's like, be humble. Say, I cannot do this, Lord. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't. I need you to do it for me. And it may take months. I'm Mine was like six, seven months. But I kept at it. And I knew, I knew the minute things started pivoting. And then I started loving these people differently. And these are people that I knew, right? I'm talking like family that I see. And I started loving them and then they started loving me differently. And our entire relationship spun 180. And it started from me going to Jesus, Jesus changing my heart, and then me loving them differently. I didn't really even love my brother. And then he started loving me. And then I loved him and then he loved me and then I loved him more and then he loved me more and then all of a sudden I'm inviting him over and all of a sudden my husband's golfing with him and and guess what? He didn't change. He still battles with alcohol and other things in his life, but I love him for who he is and where he is. And I keep praying for God to heal him. Be patient with yourself. Please don't give up because there is freedom in the beautiful forgiveness. And do your best to cast out. Maybe there's a fourth step, right? Because I mentioned Satan in this whole deal. Let's cast out those feelings of resentment, lack of forgiveness, hatred toward others. Maybe you even wish them bad things. Maybe you've even thought about them dying. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of unforgiveness, of wishing bad on someone, of resentment, of anger toward X person. And I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence, never to come back again. 
And don't forget the final part of that. Once you deliver, bring in the Spirit of God. Fill yourself. Ask the Lord to fill you with love for that person. Fill you with kindness. Fill you with forgiveness and mercy. And to remind yourself of how Jesus did that for you. Do the same thing if you're not forgiving yourself. It will happen, but we've got to put forth the effort and we've got to call Jesus in. Because without him, it really isn't a true change of the heart. And all too often we think we've forgiven someone and then something comes up and we're like, ugh, maybe I haven't forgiven that person. All righty, everyone, long one today, but important one because there's such freedom when you let go and let God into your heart. Ah, a bird just flew right in front of me onto this little bird bath we have. And that to me is a sign from God. God always uses birds with me. It's a little robin about ready to dip down and take a bath or get a drink. And I know the spirit is speaking through me to you. Come to me. I'll mend your heart. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.